I, I like the concept of like a grubby little bug man, but I don't like actual Weevil Underwood. Right. Hey, what if he was Weevil Undertale? Hey! Hey, you know what? That immediately made me think of that is the worst visual of all time, and so I'm going to share it with you guys. Oh, please! Oh. I'd be insulted if you didn't. <laughs> I'm going to wait till Jen gets back with this one, actually. It's going <laughs> to deal some psychic damage. Oh, hey, Jen's here. Um, So, Max yeah, said, I'm hey, back. what if... It- what if what if Weevil Underwood's name was Weaver, Weevil Undertale, and the image that popped into my brain was that picture of um um I I just imagine that picture of the two sands with the candy kneeling, only it's uh, Weevil and Rex. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Uh, we need to get hey, red. Wait. We need to get red on this to make it. Wait, do we have five minutes? Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna draw that, Jen? I mean, what? I'm going to do with my hands is neither here nor there. <laughs> okay, great. All right, I will have to draw it because I don't know how to search for the image. <laughs> yeah, that would, I mean, oh. talk about the FBI shooting you. <laughs> Tootsie Roll meme. Oh, thank you, Dan. Did it work? Yep. I looked uh... at... <laughs> My problem was that I only looked up candy. I didn't look up uh, Tootsie oh, Roll. Yeah. How could you forget it was Tootsie Roll? Amateur, amateur. I hate, I hate this image so much. <laughs> this is just one of the worst. Like, I, where did Evil Sands come from? I hate it. Same place as Dark Applier. No, no. Oh, that word was so rough to say out loud. I, I can tell you where Dark Sands is from. He is from Please a specific do. AU. I believe it, I. It's been a while, but I know this is a specific AU where like Under, all the monsters Underfell, are evil. Underfell. That's it. It's the one oh where everyone's evil. Oh my god, Jen and evil. Dan coming in with the deep lore. I don't think you guys are gonna like this image I'm making. <laughs> okay, I well, am. I'm ready. I, I respectfully I, disagree. Some of you will. I think podcasting with uh, Elliot long enough has kind of hardened my brain to, like, the dangers of the internet. I mean, this is good that we have this I'm, pre-audio because, like, honestly, nothing happens in these episodes. It's, like, 90% just dueling. <laughs> Muffins. <laughs> Hi, you guys. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> 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 really big fan. That's my wife. She just woke up. And now I have to get ready for work burdened with me recording a burdened podcast. With burdened <laughs> with being married to you. Uh, that too. Okay, I'm ready to start. Oh, okay. Just, let me just share uh, with you. Alright, whoever gets... Whoever edits and uploads this has to be a successful cover. you included the tongues oh, yeah. I'm not <laughs> oh no and oh. the teeth oh, the, uh, ah. oh. oh you love to see it <laughs> you do love to maybe see I'll, it maybe I'll draw my own version someday oh god <laughs> Jen this is wonderful 
Um, no, I couldn't do gift. that. It's my gift to you. <laughs> I just realized that they're on leashes and now I can't do it. Yeah. Jen <laughs> <laughs> oh, can, right. don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, are we good to go? I mean, I know none of us are good anymore, but are we ready to start I'm, with a more proper I'm feeling yeah, great. I'm good. I'm great. All right, good. I'm glad to hear it. Shall I just like My go into it? My meat is huge I don't have, like, and I'm sexy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. Gotta find a way inside this fantasy holographic dual monster reality. Gotta find a way. Gotta see my strategy. I'm dual duality. What the fuck is up, Duelist, and welcome to Pod of Greed, the world's only Yu-Gi-Oh! podcast sponsored by Kaiba Corp. I'm Max, a.k.a. Chapo Trap Card. <laughs> I'm uh, Elliot, a.k.a. Doctors Hate Him. Uh, 16-year-old looks 10. <laughs> I'm Dan, a.k.a. We'll show this creep the real superpower of teamwork. Uh, <laughs> And we have a special guest with us today. Would you care to introduce yourself? Yes. And I'm Jen, a.k.a. Pot of Weed. Pot of Weed! Pot of Weed. Yeah. What if we, it was Pot of Weed? What if it was Pot uh, of what Weed? If was, what if Yami smoked a huge fucking joint? Smoking <laughs> doinks in virtual world. So, uh... Eighth edition. There we go. Ah! Uh, anyways, uh... Jen, why don't you tell us about your history with Yu-Gi-Oh? Oh, boy. So I was... <laughs> it's hard to do this with my wife in the room. Uh, I, was a, I was an OG fan of Yu-Gi-Oh when it started airing in, like, 2002 or 2001. I've only ever watched the dumb. Uh, I was obsessed with it. I read so much Yaoi. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Than- more what than was, you should possibly imagine. What if he was Yaoi Yugi? What if he was hey! Yaoi Yugi? I've never heard that in 10 years of liking Yu-Gi-Oh. Over 10 years. Oh, that, It's like 20. almost 20 years, Jennifer. Oh, no. Well, <laughs> we all know... I'm sure we all feel the same about a relentless passage of time. Yeah, it's yeah, not real. Yeah, yeah. I refuse to acknowledge it. Yu-Gi-Oh! is a 20-year-old franchise. Oh! likes the manga. Yeah, damn. Uh, oh, I did have the Season Zero manga as well that I bought from Borders when they were alive and well. Oh, man. <laughs> out. Probably the same year I was buying Loveless. Pour one out. Oh. Rest in peace. If we want to talk about, like, anime crimes. Hmm. Nothing nothing can compare to the crimes that we performed before this episode started. True. Um, uh, okay, so it was we... on my sinful hand, so. <laughs> um, what episodes did we watch? In the sub, we watched episode 112, Jonochi targeted a team play through victory. In the dub, we watched uh, episode 15, Merger of the Big Five, part two. Now they're the, they're the big one. Hmm. Yeah. Tom Clancy's um, Big One. 
when we open the episode, uh, Johnson, like, takes... Well, when we left off last time, uh, the Big Five had begun a duel with uh, Yugi and jo- Joey over the rights for Tristan's body. Let and... him keep it. Tristan doesn't and... deserve it. So... Johnson takes over from the big five because they're all piloting the same body, which is Tristan's, and he brings in the judge man and does the clear the courtroom thing where it gets rid of all their monsters. It's not just Tristan. It's like Tristan, but he hasn't slept and he looks kind of greasy and he's always like slightly in shadow. Yeah, that's one of his powers, I guess. (laughs) They give him smoky eye. They give him smoky eye. It, it it's just yeah it's it's just like Tristan after he pulled an all nighter, but like again, literally anyone but Tristan piloting Tristan's body is better than default Tristan. That is true. He was always my least favorite. <laughs> With good reason. <laughs> he does not have rights as far as Pot of Greed's official stance is concerned. Um, Meanwhile, uh, Kaiba is wandering through the virtual copy of Kaiba Land that has shown up in Virtual World. Specifically, a Kaiba land he hasn't built yet. Uh, he enters a restricted area. He has to do, like, a little chess puzzle to get in. <laughs> that's the, uh, that's, that's the, the fucking dorkiest, most Seto Kaiba thing I've ever seen. I was just yelling. His inner monologue and complete lack of emotion on his face is so... It is so... It's like the comedic timing. Hmm. It's like you can only get that unintentionally. It's so funny. It's like it's like a LucasArts point and click style puzzle. It's like a he has to solve a Resident Evil puzzle to get into Kaiba Land. You, you must checkmate the chessboard. And keep in mind, this is his plan, so he definitely requires all his employees to do these. Yeah, yeah, um, <laughs> they all have to be Grandmaster level. Kaiba enters, and we cut back to the duel. Uh, Johnson uses Hysteric Angel, and Tristan's going feral. I hate, he's like, this, this dumbass is like, oh, don't directly attack my body because you'll hurt it. It's like, dog, you're in the Matrix. You don't have a body right now. I don't think he has problems with it. Can't tell you how much I enjoy the, like, monkey sounds after everything he says. Yeah. Yeah. Really, really good attention to detail. Very immersive. Really brings me into the virtual world. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, at one point, at one point, I think it might be later, but Tristan does say, um, just don't mess up, don't mess up my hair. Yeah. Yeah. His hair has, like, his hair is, like, a metric ton of, like, hairspray in it. It is harder than a diamond. There, It is, like, physically impossible to mess up his, like, pyramid It's like hair. a right, it's like Rhydon's horn. Yeah. I think maybe that's actually the shape of his skull. And there's a fine fine layer of hair on top of it. It's like it's like Donkey Kong's like little curl hair of hair. That's just the shape of his skull. He just has when he hits his head shaved in the cartoon. He still has that curl in it. He just like that. His head just does that. that. So yeah, like Dan mentioned, Hysteric Angel directly attacks Genochi, and then he gets attacked again because he gets launched out of the turtle. Um, and of like, of course, all the big five are all targeting Genochi because he's the weak one. So they need to get rid of him first. That's like basic strategy. Yada yada. He's getting owned. We love it. We do love uh, to see Joey lose. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. these, these episodes are like ninety percent duel. So much happens. It's unreal. Oh my god. I Watching believe uh, Johnson plays Altar of Mist, 
which after a certain point will let him play any ritual magic card in his deck. Uh, Joey show gets his turn. Uh, he summons Rocket Warrior. Uh, Flame Swordsman transfers his attack points to Rocket Warrior. So let's see. Uh, I believe Johnson activates uh, a trap card called Revenge Sacrifice, which lets him sacrifice Joey's Rocket Warrior, which he uses to bring in Machine King. And Yugi's like thinking to himself about about how he wants to play this card called Death's Volskaf, and but that is, he needs to do a sacrifice. Death's Volskaf is probably the hardest thing I've ever had to type repeatedly in my life. Oh, big same. Like, oh. my dyslexic ass, like, I don't think I, like, typed it properly on my first try, like, the ten times I wrote its name down this episode. It's like, it's cool looking, though. It's like a big, like, bone dragon, red and blue looking thing. I like it. It's fun. It's yeah. a friend. And while uh, this whole duel is happening, four kids was like, hey, in 15 years, Elliot's gonna be watching this and he's stupid as fuck. So they have Duke explain, they cut to Duke at every <laughs> single move and he is just reiterating what happens each turn. He turns in the camera and he's like, ah, uh, ex- let me explain what this one means. <laughs> I like, I, I like watching these made me realize like Duke has done Aside from, like, that one duel where he kind of did stuff, he has done absolutely nothing this entire time. They, He's put, like, they put they put Duke in this arc instead of Bakura. And when yeah. I was little, it was unforgivable to me. Look, I, I do, I love Duke, but I cannot think of a more irrelevant character for, like, to join them on the journey. He's Wait. pretty and he's gay, and that's all. Yeah, yeah, got me there. Uh, I, I feel like I'm the Duke of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, Jen, there are more than five characters in Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> All the fifteen I, I read tells me otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> only like three. There's only Bakura and Yami Bakura in Jen's eyes. There, there's only three, and they're all in love. <laughs> well, that's not true. So yeah, yeah. jot that down. Um. So so after all of this, we get like top 10 yami moments because I, I i i'm such a sucker for like when you trick your opponent like you know i've coaxed you into a snafu i love that stuff and like yami's basically like t- pretending to play bad and like like smirking and acting all clever he's like oh better not oh is this a trap card i don't know and like joey's freaking out he's like dude you're playing like a kid right now <laughs> they're gonna know what you're doing and like no one thinks he knows what he's doing and this is yami we're talking about right even i was like uh, he's got something else going on, Joey. Like, it's probably gonna be fine. Yeah. He's the main character. Yeah, um, like... Wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been a twist if he didn't have something up and he lost and the show just ended right there? <laughs> Jen, not that a week goes been by... Kind of like, that would have been kind of like a David and Dan kind of twist. Yeah, ooh! Really wow. my expectations. Ooh. The, heart of the, the heart of the cards is for 8th grade book reports. Um... <laughs> No, not a week goes by when I don't, like, write somewhere in my notes. Wouldn't it be funny if, like, the actually obvious thing happened and the duel just ended? Like, literally once. I really hope it happens at some point in the series, but I want a duel to just end in, like, one turn because someone just, like, gets owned so hard and just, like, gets out-strategized at, like, every turn. Probably not. They have to fill out, like, you know, a billion episodes with duels, but, like, give me one. Do you have have to go to the bathroom before you, like, into these really high-stakes duels? Are you allowed to just leave? Oh, they all wear diapers. Oh my god, they all wear diapers. 
It's like it's like Times Square. We're adding a lot of lore to the Yu-Gi-Oh verse. <laughs> I know. And much, like, what, much, happens, what happens if you're in a shadow game and you have to pee? You much die. as the astronauts, <laughs> they all have their own like handcrafted, hand molded <laughs> diapers. <laughs> they have they have bespoke Kaiba Corp branded diapers. <laughs> mm. Don't like to think about that. Who stock it no longer? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh god. Um. So, so like they're all basically lawyer man or whoever's playing right now. They're all like bites the dust in Honda's eye right now. Um. Like you just see them arguing like in a, like a close up shot of his eye. And they're all like, dude, he's totally tricking you. And he's like, and he's like, nah, nah, dude, nah, dude. Not even kind of like their eye overlaid his eye. It's just a tiny face and his iris. <laughs> yeah. And later, <laughs> and spoiler alert, later in the episode, they kind of get into a little fight. So they start like shoving each other and they just show it by zooming into his eyes. It's so oh, yeah. funny. It's, it's as if they got like shrunk down and are like piloting from inside <laughs> his head like a Gundam. It's meat Tristan. Yeah. It's a really, it's a really hot meat Dave reference. <laughs> I, I like to imagine the picture of it's the meat Dave head driving down the highway, but it's just Tristan's head. Oh God! <laughs> what the fuck are you okay. guys talking about? You know, I'll explain. Oh my God! You know, meat yeah, Dave, Big Eddie Murphy. It's, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not the worth album it. art well, for. You, you can care. It's, the album art for uh, one of uh, Lemon Demon's albums. Is it? I'll look it up Meet later. <laughs> Neil C.C. Uh, Reagan the soundtrack for Meet Dave. Should, it's pretty much Eddie Murphy's best movie. <laughs> He's oh, like a big man. fuck. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. A- anyway, my, my... AU, where everyone's the same, <laughs> except... <laughs> A you or everyone's the same except Tristan is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> um, wow. That would on, be better. On Earth too, that's true. Yeah. The better Earth. So. The better Earth. <laughs> the better Earth. Um so so yeah, the the Big Five fall for it, they attack, and then Yami's like, You've been coaxed into a snafu. Um Desvolskov has a thing where like it gets powered up for every spell card that's get played. So it's attacked by I don't even like Whoever something attacks it, <laughs> Sarah does not know what these images are that we're sharing. That's okay, Sarah. Um, they attack it, and Desvolkov is like a little bit stronger, so their monster gets destroyed, and they end up with sixty nine thousand life points. Nice, nice. And then Yami literally says, "I tricked an adult." <laughs> it's like you sure <laughs> did, buddy. Oh, I'm so funny. proud of you. That's extremely funny. <laughs> what happens next? There's so Let's much. See. There's like a throwaway line in the dub when Joey freaks out. Where Serenity Sing says, like, I think he might, that maybe a bumblebee flew down his pants. Oh, yeah, uh, that's right. Let's it's see. Gotta watch out for those virtual bees. So, after all that, uh, that, like, coax into a snafu stuff where Machine King gets destroyed, the Svoltskov gets more attack points, and so on and so forth, uh, let's see. Oh, there's, like, a bit where after all this happens, like, Yugi tells Joey that, he did a good job acting, and Joey's like, wait, what? Yeah, dude, acting. I sure did, huh? He's just like, huh? What? Like, I thought my really good friend, who was the best at dueling ever, was really making stupid mistakes on purpose. Huh? Nani? I do like to think about Joey taking improv classes. Oh my god. 
So Lecter take Lecter takes over next. I well, he wants to take over next. Uh, they all want to take Sumpman's over. Panther Warrior, but he's out of monsters, so he can't do like the special attack thing. Panther Warrior has. So uh, he does a direct attacking. Like there's a bit where he, like apologizes Tristan, and Tristan's like, "It's fine." Uh, and after he attacks, he founds out they find out that Lecter has taken over the body now. And then we cut to more Kaiba time. Uh, I, I love this scene so much. He's going this through like is peak Kaiba. It's yeah, so... he goes. He's like going through the like virtual. Uh, I guess back administrative building and like he finds a projector and he says a projector get with the times Noah <laughs> <laughs> he, he watches the video of Noah's hat and he's just like nice outfit dork yeah <laughs> he does <laughs> There, maybe maybe the, the best, best image I've seen in my whole life is like Gozaburu playing with Noah on a boat and Gozaburu's wearing like shorts and like a Jimmy Buffett shirt and I'm like, wow, this is peak dad. Hmm. <laughs> and then and then like and then at the end of the thing, um you see like a woman in a veil carrying a photo of Noah out of like a church building and Kaiba's like, Oh damn, he's dead. Uh oh. Oh no, we don't he's not dead. Oh, right, of course Noah isn't dead. No, he was in an accident, but Gozaburo says that um, he could still be saved. Oh, he 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 got better, you mean? I yeah. I just assumed he died. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he, I super, mean, he super yeah, he died, did, dude. But, like, four kids really beat around the bush. If, if they, they've, they live in a deathless world. They found out how to, how to control life. It's Full Metal Alchemist, baby. Full Metal Alchemist? Four kids, Full Metal Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist. Four kids, Alchemist. (laughs) I think, Um, like, Kaiba realizes that this must have happened, like, right before uh, he and Mokuba got adopted, and he thinks that someone else is behind all this virtual stuff. Yeah, he's like, maybe Noah did make the program. He's like, he's like the geometry woman, like, thinking, trying to figure out the timeline of, like, Kaiba getting adopted and Noah dying. Um... (laughs) And then, and then another very, very funny line. So, like, they cut back, and, like, uh, Lecter slash Daimon is, like, controlling Tristan now. And he basically comes in, he's like, I'm not like the others. And I just wrote down, rip to the other big five, but I'm different. <laughs> His introduction means there are two really bad accents. Like in the oh, scene. his accent is <laughs> so challenging. That's one of the things I do miss, that, like, having to differentiate such bland characters, they give them, like, some funny accents sometimes. So yeah, Diamond slash Lecter just talks like Foghorn Leghorn, basically. It rules. He calls him, he calls him Mr. Wheeler. <laughs> At least several times. And every time. I say, I say, I say. Bad. Yeah. It, we love it. Yeah. Uh, so let's it. see what happens next. Uh, uh, Genochi tries to stop him from drawing a card, but he gets Jinzoed. Mm-hmm. And then, like... Uh, and then... He plays the Pot of Greed. Welcome to Shot of Greed, our segment where whenever Pot of Greed comes out, we take a drink. Um, I'm, I'm taking a big sippy of sake. Mm. I'm taking sake specifically. It is the only alcohol I have in my apartment right now because I mostly use it for cooking. Mm. 
I'm taking a big sippy of my uh, iced caramel macchiato with an extra shot. Ooh. I have my Monster Energy Ultra Sunrise. It's like weird orange juice. Ooh. And I'm bringing up to my nickname. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Nice. Cheers, gamers. Cheers, man. Ow, I hurt my hand on my water bottle. Really? Do you think you could just, like, walk across and smack your opponent? I, I... <laughs> that would be really good. Like, that would be really scary, I think. If you were, like, winning in the card game, and maybe you were a child and you were winning against an adult, and then the adult just came over and, like, just beat you? Just fucking slapped you in the face? That would be so scary. This Th- is that... That's higher stakes than, like, getting mind crushed by Yami. Getting, like, actually hit in Yu-Gi-Oh. Why? Why? I feel like someone in the show should have figured this out, that you could just, like, hit them. I I mean, I I don't really know much about the later seasons, but I do know that, like, duels get more physical, as in, like, they're on bikes and stuff. So I'd like to think that at some point there is a duel that involves, like, an actual fist fight. So, I got something to tell you. Oh, please, Dan. Please, Dan. (laughs) Please, Dan. that... A specific thing that happens in Arc 5, which is, mm-hmm. as the name implies, the fifth series. I'm listening. I'm uh, all ears, Dan. There is, like, an element of people, like, doing physical fighting while oh, dueling. Yes. And specifically, I remember this one exact duel where, where like, the protagonist, I believe, I can't remember his name right now, uh, is, like, having trouble dueling with, like, a guy in, like, this sort of AR combat arena because because like his opponent is just like trying to fight him while he's while he's trying to pull out his cards it's really fun mm. <laughs> that rule can't wait, can't wait. <laughs> it's only going to be yeah, 6 oh. years before we get to that one yeah i oh that knowledge makes me so happy i'm looking out the window right now and my crops are plump and ripe and ready for harvest and my acne's all gone hmm. my depression is cured because of fist fight Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> so, oh uh, yeah, Injection Fairy Lily shows up again. Where like the diamond fairy Lily is that how he says it? <laughs> yeah, that is how he says it. I love that. Fairy Lily. Fairy Lily. Um, that's like a tongue twister. So he kills. He kills Des Volskov. You see the. Oh, you don't have like the end of the needle in in the in the dub, do you? Yeah, I, it's just like a weird blunt syringe and the tip is red yeah it's it does I, I really don't like this thing because this is the second time it's shown up in Yu-Gi-Oh! Gen um, and it, it's censored for the dub obviously but in the sub like for Des Volskov at least it like sticks it into its chest and like pumps it and then it like blows up not like it inflates mm-hmm. or whatever but like just explodes like how the cards always do but it's like I don't like to see it Really glad good. you clarified because I was about to say. Yeah, it's- no, I've, I've been on the internet long enough to know when I have to make that clarification. <laughs> um, injection fairy. What if it was called inflation fairy? Uh, eh, anyway, I'll just, um, I'll just put that one next to my uh, Undertale <laughs> Tootsie Roll picture. Yeah, to draw. <laughs> oh my god! Wait! Oh my god! Okay, Elliot, you've seen it's always sunny, right? Uh, I have. Head. Okay, because I my mind just split open and and a beautiful thing just sprang from it. Um, Charlie and Frank grew some tooth in AU where it's Weevil and Rex. Thank you. Oh, huh. Hey, the gruesome tooth. I like it. The gruesome tooth. Weevil Rex specific rim AU. Oh, 
They Jesus are drift Christ. compatible. <laughs> yes. Uh, just for that second. Yes. These, these are the jokes I couldn't have made in 2005 because Precision wasn't invented yet. Yeah, it's, true. So it's nice to be able to revisit the loved property of mine. <laughs> um, hey, remember Hammurabi's Code? An eye for an eye, a Jinzo for a Jinzo? Yeah. Because that, that is a direct quote. Not the Hammurabi's Code part. But you know what she just says? An eye for an eye, a Jinzo for a Jinzo. Is Jinzo That's fight? Dumb. <laughs> it's very dumb. I like it. Uh, actually, it's really good. So I think you may be misspoke. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's see. Some other stuff happens before that where, like, he plays uh, Sebek's Blessing, prays Sobek, uh, Electra gains more Hell, life Hell points. Sobek, Lord of Kong. He uh, uses a card called Gravity Bind, which uh, prevents cards above four stars from being played, I think. Uh, what happens next, I think Yami gives Joey, like, a hint on what to do next. Uh, yeah, yeah. basically what happens is, like, Joey does a thing that, like, forces Fairy Lily into defense mode, which lets him destroy her without having to worry about Fairy Fairy Lily's effects. Fairy Lily. (laughs) And Yami plays a Dark Magician Girl, uh, does a direct attack on Lecter, but it's been three turns since Altar of Mist was played. And did, did you say Lecter Altered Beast? This super evil laugh, and there's a drama shot. Oh, <gasps> it's a very oh good God. shot. Part two. It's it's like a silhouette of a five headed dragon. Wonder wonder what could it be? See, wonder... imagine imagine being eleven and watching this, and your favorite character is not in it, and like so excited because you love Yu Gi Oh so much. And, like, this is the episode that you watch. Like, this episode where nothing happens. Where nothing happens and a bunch of old men are dueling the main characters. And they're just, like, there's a bunch of old men with bad accents pushing each other. <laughs> and Duke Devlin is there, like, and telling you everything isn't. twice. Yeah. But her isn't. And you're 11 and you're smart. You don't need Duke Devlin to summarize the duel for you. You know how to play Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> I need him for other reasons. <laughs> uh so how about queens of games how about we talk about some good old-fashioned gaming Yeah, Jen, this is just a segment where we talk about uh, gaming because our brains are mush, and if not, Argyle and I would just talk oh. about games for the entirety of the episode. My brain is mush, too. <laughs> My, My brain is a river rock that's been polished to perfect smoothness. Hey, we have to visit that Tales of Symphonia AU, because that's a video. <clears> so I think it counts. It does count. Any any games are valid here. Um, You want to go first, Dan? Okay, sure, sure. Uh, I started up Fallout 4 again. I added more mods onto it. Uh, it's really, it's, I know it's not a game for everyone, and it is definitely written worse than New Vegas ever was, but I'm having an alright time. Uh, I like the it. I enjoy one particular mod where whenever I unlock a safe or successfully hack something or get a, get like a special item, it plays uh, the cheering sound effect from the Eric Andre show. Where it's like, <laughs> yes! 
That's fun. Okay, I like that's that. That's a pretty good mod. That's cute. I there's also a mod where I can press X and my character will say Sean. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay, that rolls. Sean. 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 What if it was? What if it was? What if it was heavy? Heavy nuclear fallout. Hmm. Uh, that's all I have to say right now. Uh, who I'd like to go next? Yeah. Hold on. I'm sorry, Jen. I was very rude. I should have let you go first since you are the guest. Do you have... No, oh. I, like to go, I like to go last. Okay, But I will right. go second. Yeah, by all if means. If you want. Uh, let's see. What have I been playing? Um, obviously, the Goose Game. The Goose Game? Uh, my wife and I have been tormenting the little boy in the Goose Game just for fun. Um, poor Griffin McElroy. Poor Griffin McElroy. He's really into bullying me in the street. <laughs> um what else um obviously monster hunter iceborne yes oh my god speaks for itself i i, I turn on my ps4 i kill the monster i cut up his tail <laughs> i don't pay at the time um, i mean <laughs> monster pay hunter elon musk <laughs> Italian balls is off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been God. I spent so long farming Diablos because I need. I, I'm on the final boss. Huh. And I was like, I'm gonna make a better armor. And I'm on. I just got the Elder Dragon, so I'm supposed to be fighting Black Veil. Black hey. Veil. Ball has off. Hey, hey, Jen. Good luck. It what? sucks. <laughs> it's you know. I was like, well, I killed a million Ball has off. This is probably pretty good. And I saw it was in the ancient forest, and I was like, oh, okay. And then I saw that I died. And that's pretty much it. Baba is you. I also have for the Switch, and I do sometimes. I feel like a super genius every time I solve something. So. Big same, yeah. I, I, feel, I feel like the world's biggest idiot until I solve something, and I'm like, oh, I'm actually smart. Yeah, and I'm like, that was so easy. I <laughs> Constantly thinking about this puzzle. Like it was so easy. I just did it. Yeah. Um Elliot, do you got anything? Uh no. Uh what have I been doing? Nothing. No, I don't have any video games to talk about. By you... the time this is by the time this is up, the Arc the Arcana isn't gonna be free anymore. So, <laughs> so uh Elliot, I was thinking I was thinking, since Sarah is now a gamer, we we could probably expand uh, the Pokemon function to anyone who hasn't gamed that week, so why don't you roll a Pokemon? Okay. Uh, anytime now. Maybe the- oh my god, is the bot down? Oh, shit. <laughs> why? I'll just talk oh, about my favorite is... Pokemon. Yeah, okay. what's your favorite Pokemon, Elliot? Uh, my favorite Pokemon my whole life, since I was six years old, has been Raichu. OG. Because um, it was the first Pokemon Uh-oh. card I ever got. And it was because I harassed a bunch of strangers um, at my brother's baseball game. Um, until they gave me some Pokemon cards. And one of them was Raichu, and it's always been my favorite. Elliot, I'm using a Raichu in my Pokemon team this week. I just I just love it. It's just a good it's a good shape. It's round. Good I like shape. the Alolan... The Alolan form, when I first saw it, I was just as excited as you could possibly be because, like, it got More a different Raichu. form and also the different form is cute. Like, 
And what are the, the different form is very good in battle. You can do some fun stuff um, in a different form. And it's it's part fairy, isn't it? The Lowland one. It is. It's it's part psychic. It's part psychic. Oh, okay. It's not float. The best part is it eats pancakes to get psychic powers. Cool. As oh, one yeah, of me that. too. Yeah, <laughs> we are all. Yeah, I mean, same. Don't we all? Anyway, um, Alolan Raichu and regular Raichu both get five out of five from me for being cute and perfect and round. Thank you. Perf- perfect scores. Cool. We love it. Um, I, <clears throat> Jen and I talked about Monster Hunter a little bit, obviously. That's like the main thing. Um, I also picked up Dragon Quest Eleven on Switch and like... I am the I am the resident turn based JRPG lover. It's my favorite genre, and like that game has like I it, I I can't explain the like the draw of it, like how it does what it does, because it's like just like a basic turn based RPG, but like it does everything perfectly. It is like completely like absorbed me. It's really really incredible. I don't know. I think it's like it's really good localization. Like each town is kind of based off a different part of the world, so like they'll all have like Italian accents or Spanish accents. Um, it's really cool. Uh, the characters are really, really great. You get, like, a wonderful gay jester as one of your companions named Silvando, and he's my husband, and I love him very much. Um, cool. Is that the one where you get, like, dungeon mount? Uh, I... Uh, where is maybe. one of them? I don't... No, that, that, that one's, like... It, I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not, like, I'm, well, I, I say I'm not that far into it. I'm, like, 20 hours in, but, like... That's I feel like not it's just a lot for JRPG. Yeah, especially not for Dragon Quest because those games get like absurdly long. But like, I just got a boat. I got Silvando. He's Silvando has a very nice boat that he just gives us, and he's like, "Yeah, we can sail around the world with it." And I'm like, "Thank you, Silvando. I love you very much." Um, Dragon Quest, good. We do love it. Okay. So back to Yu Gi Oh. Yeah, back to Yu Gi Oh. Episode one hundred and thirteen: Defeat Five Headed Dragon. Season three, episode sixteen: Merger of the Big Five, Part Two. Oh, part three. Sorry. Part three. I think um, I accidentally wrote down part two in my notes. Part two. Two. <laughs> part two squared. That's part two right. squared. Part two squared. That's a math. Uh, M- math is not allowed in the dual zone. Joey's down to 300 LP or life points and the big five have dragon... Are going to use their card to summon Dragon Revival Ritual. Yeah, Genochi is like on the verge of being completely owned permanently. What a boon so, to the rest of the show that would have been. <laughs> so basically what they do to summon the five-headed dragon is they summon all five uh, deck masters to the field. The unstoppable Jinzo, the almighty deep sea warrior, the cunning nightmare penguin, Judge Man to the stand, and the superior <laughs> robotic knight, <laughs> with their powers combined, they form the five-headed dragon. Earth, which wind, they fire, face... water, dark, long ago, the five dual monsters were in harmony, etc., etc. They remember it from the last time they were in the virtual world, where it was something they had to like physically fight. <laughs> uh, when Joey died. Yeah, when Joey died. Uh, however, Lecter... However, the dragon can't attack until the next turn, but but uh, Yugi and Joey lose all their cards in the process. Like they're all gone. Yeah, it, like burns and everything off the field. It's just as in this mo- this dragon has five thousand attack points, and it is immune to fire, water, earth, wind, and darkness cards 
So you can only attack it with a light monster. Each special uh, ability they listed off for this dragon, I just kept pausing the show and shouting, this is bullshit. <laughs> no, yeah, this episode is, like, the biggest ass pull of all of Yu-Gi-Oh! so far, and, Absolutely. like, by a wide margin. Mm-hmm. Like, not since uh, Infinite Karibo. Yeah, no, th- yeah, th- th- this is, like, absolutely no rules just right. So... Oh, back to monsters. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, what happens uh, next, Dan? Joey, like, has a plan. Well, Joey and Yugi plan something. Uh, I can't think plays... of a scarier sentence than Joey has a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Truly. Joey places three cards face down and brings forth Flame Swordsman onto the field. Uh, Yami also sends a Dark Magician to the field, and what happens next is, uh, oh, yeah, they're gonna beat him with teamwork. Uh, they'll do, he says he's gonna do what he did last time, but, like, that doesn't make any sense to the big five. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yugi does, like, a fusion... And combines uh, the two into Dark Flare Knight. However, they don't have enough cool. key. They don't know. They don't have enough attack points, and it's not the right type. So Dark Flare Knight gets destroyed. But but because Dark Flare Knight got destroyed, uh, he gets replaced with Mirage Knight, who also seems a bit too weak. But. Because of its special ability, it can absorb all the attack points of the opposing monster. So it has enough attack points to destroy them. And you'd think this is this is where uh, Yugi and Joey win. But uh, the Big Five still have 600 life points left because they used a card called Deal with a Dark Ruler, which uh, which uh, lets them keep keep their life points long enough and replace their deck master with Berserk Dragon and at the same what time... What a very uh, specific fucking card. Like, this all happens oh, in the span of like a minute and a half. It's unreal. Not, not only does this just does this happen, it just happens. Because they don't play any fucking cards. Yeah! Like, the- not is just like, we're, our deck masters are gonna fuse together. That was my question. <laughs> This and is like, literally like yeah, this is like school children stuff. They just do it. Yeah. Why did they do that in the first place? They just say it happens and it happens. It's like when you play like make believe on the playground in kindergarten or whatever. You can't do it's this. Like, the game has rules. They're secreting it into the universe. Yeah. That is basically how this duel is going at this point. It's uh, it's absolute nonsense. It's bollocks, I'll say it. Oh. oh. <laughs> uh the their cards unfuse back into the Dark Magician and Flame Swordsman, but Yami has another trick up his sleeve. It's Magical Hats! And because of a certain card, I don't remember what, he can use it on both the monsters, but... Yeah, so, oh my yeah. god. Yeah, it, it's uh, Dark, Dark Magician's ability lets him pay a thousand life points to, like, double yeah. the magic or whatever. And, however, dr- the dragon can attack four monsters at, mon- it's so at once. so stupid! It doesn't make so, any sense! Why, why four if it's a five-headed dragon? Yeah, oh, it's, it's already dead. See, I got it's already dead. But it, yeah, it makes even less sense then. It's like, I got confused because the duel was so good. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they blinded it, you it's with like, the logic of duel monsters. Oh, I, 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 I understood the rules far too much. 
My brain was working too fast. So it was like, they attacked oh the four magical hats at the same time. But Joey uses his flame swordsman to take the brunt, and there's like this big like drama shot where like every you see like stills of everyone's faces. <laughs> everyone's blurry shot. for some reason. And then Joey takes the attack, but he's still standing. Because he has a card called Silver Dollar Trap. It's called Silver Dollar. Why? So, Joey can use it to protect his Flame Swordsman because Flame Swordsman was weakened to the point where it could be used thanks to him transferring all his attack points before. And... Yeah, because it only, like, it only protects weak monsters, which I assume... Yeah, like, like under a thousand life points. Attack points or something, and... Flame yeah. Swordsman has 800 because blah, blah, blah. Because the plot requires it. Yeah, the 500 Dragon loses attack points. Uh, Joey uses a card called Knight's Title to turn Dark Magician into Dark Magician Knight. Okay, yeah, th- this is so sick because, like, Black Magician just, like, gets, like, kick-ass, like, purple battle armor now. Mm-hmm. It's so good. And he, okay, like... I love, okay, this is just, I, I like marked out for this part, because, so Black Magician gets, like, he pins Black Magician Knight, he has his cool armor, he, like, starts, like, a close-up shot of his face, he, like, in his, like, absurdly deep voice, like, just does this, like, dark chanting to, like, get, like, black runes, like, floating around his sword that he enchants it with, like, oh, it's cool, it's really cool, I'm just like, oh, I was, I'm just gonna, like, turn my brain off for a second. because I, I, I'm a, I love Joby Wheeler, I just really like to see him. And it was just, like, very cool that he, like, he he won the fucking duel, basically. He did! He did something. He I, did I really, I really hope, part, part of me hoped that, like, they actually did take out Yugi, and jo- Joey had to finish the duel and he was able to do it. Like, Honestly, I, I, he needs his day in the sun. Um, but yeah, it, it plays, like, the triumphant theme. Um, Black Magician does, like, the cool, like, color negative attack, but it's a sword slash this time. And the Berserk Dragon is destroyed, and the Deckmaster is destroyed, and they win. And this, remember, this all happened within, like, five minutes. Like, all of this insanity. Like, from the Five-Headed Dragon, like, it's unreal. It's just so much. And they just do it. They just do it. There's no rules anymore. Have there ever been rules? And then these just awful, these awful no-good old men are like, uh... They, they they lose and everyone's like okay we win give us the bodies and they're like we're just gonna take him by force and it's like don't, haven't we taught you this lesson enough old man like who would have thought the evil old men would do something bad after they lost yeah right how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man yeah <laughs> noah punishes them for their insolence yet again noah is becoming is is quickly becoming the most like most uh admirable character in the show highest kill count yeah he hey remember when a little shorts boy killed five men H- highest kd ratio yeah oh, man i was gonna make that too <laughs> hmm. like hey he killed he like killed five like super wealthy like ceo businessmen so like and he only died once impo- impossible to, impossible to say hmm. impossible to say yeah. maybe um... maybe bad characters can sometimes do good. <laughs> oh, Much we, we, we do get like 
we do get a wildly raw quote from Noah as he like erases them. He says, losers are pathetic. Losers don't deserve to exist. You really believe that you'd get bodies if you won your duels? There is nothing real in this virtual world. And then he just like erases them. So uh, the that's quote, slightly oh, different. Yeah, do you have the quote in... Do you have what he says, Anne, in the dub? I don't... I didn't write it quite down, but from what I remember, it's like... It's like my father always said, you're, you're a, you've done work things is unacceptable. wrong and, yeah, your work is unacceptable and you'll have to be terminated or something like that. You'll have to be, elim- and therefore you must be eliminated, which is like, not, yeah. it's not really a, it's not a good catchphrase. It's kind of, it's kind of wordy. So he banishes the big five to different corners of the virtual world forever. Yeah. Oh, right. That's how it. Of course, naturally. Yeah. No death you know. in Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. Forever. Like, That's forever. Eventually, no the big. Eventually, the big five stopped thinking. <laughs> no death, just an endless, miserable existence in a boring virtual world that you can never escape. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but no death. No death. Oh man. Is that the episode? That's the episode. That was the for episode. better or for worse. Um, Whoa, don't yeah. get too excited. Yeah. Uh, I'm right. still going <laughs> for next week, though, because they're some of the best episodes, you guys. Oh, they're I'm really excited. Good. I want to see this little uh, short boy fight. So, uh, for my post-show segment this week, I didn't have... This was a very spur-of-the-moment uh, recording, so... I did not prepare a Beyond Toon World, so I will be reading from the Book of Forbidden Arts. That is the right name, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Wait, this no, is week, it the Book of Secret Arts? Book of Secret Arts? Uh, it's one of the book two. Book of Forbidden Secrets. Secret Forbidden Arts book, book? book of Art Secrets. <laughs> Forbidden Art Book, a.k.a. the Yu-Gi-Oh! Art of the Cards book I have sitting on my art desk. Secret. Art of the Cards. The Book of Secret Arts. This week, we're going over Weevil Underwood and his monsters. Weevil Underwood is a pest and a trickster. His web of cards is brimming with burrowing bugs and creepy crawlers. He will often unleash crippling parasites into an opponent's deck. Basic insect. This monster swoops into battle and cleaves the opposition in two with its jagged size. Great moth. This moth isn't affected by to light, but to fierce combat emitting poisonous clouds with the flaps of its wings. Evolving inside the cocoon of evolution, Great Moth is a powerful pest, but if it stays in the cocoon longer, it can devolve into the even more dangerous, perfectly ultimate Great Moth. Insect Queen! Weevil's main monster since the Battle City Tournament, This royal ravager not only eats other bugs to become stronger, she lays eggs to increase the infestation too! (laughs) Haha, just for laughs. Bugs are good. Weevil's not as good, but... 
Bug's good. Your man versus yeah. the man she told you not to worry about. Basic insect versus perfect the <laughs> ultimate great moth. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, the fan art I made before this episode would indicate that Weevil's actually good. <laughs> he did really say makes he you good. think. He did say he'd been good. Yeah, he says it right in the image that he's been good. Come on, kid. <laughs> uh, we've got a couple asks. Five of them, actually. Uh... Uh, who would like to read? Well, actually, I'll read the first one. Oh, uh, okay. We got. Are you counting the one we got on Discord? I got the one on oh, Discord. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, you, exactly. you can read that. Okay. Why don't we do that one first? Actually, uh, yeah. Friend okay. of the show and guest of the last week, uh, uh, Ray says, "If you had the power to possess someone like the Big Five, who would it be?" Jeff Bezos redistribute his wealth next. Say, uh, see the above answer for mine. Um, a cool dog. Because I think <laughs> it would be funny if they were all in the body of a dog. <laughs> yeah, agreed. I th- yeah, I'll just hang out with, like... Man, I wonder if I possess one of my dogs if I could talk to my other dog. Whoa. Well, imagine imagine looking at a dog and you see five old men just fighting in its eyes. <laughs> like, there's something going on in this dog. <laughs> What's the deal over here? Let's deal with this weird dog. Um, I think I would possess a cool bird or maybe an alligator. Oh, it'd be good to be a bird. Oh, it'd be cool to be a bird. Yeah, I think I'll go with cool bird. All birds are cool Cool. Although, although inhabiting the body of a cool bird might give me, like, traumatic anamorphs flashbacks. Oh, God, yeah. The question, can you you possess someone like the big five? Yeah, that's the wording. (laughs) I thought it was... So, would I have to beat them in a duel? I thought it was like no. She thought it would be who would you want the big five to possess? Uh, (laughs) Oh, you just went with it and did not correct. Yeah, yep. Because it would be funny to see them all fighting inside a cool dog. Well, I thought I thought about it a little more. I know, shocking. And maybe a kangaroo would be really funny because I think if they were all in the body of a kangaroo, it would would be be very funny. Yeah, that would be. Uh, That's good. Friend of the show, Morg, asks, uh, Hey, so I heard Max's nickname for Joey being Simple and Lightning Rod, and I started to wonder, what are the other characters' Pokemon abilities? Oh, God. Like, nature or ability? No, abilities. Um, I don't know anything, so I gotta throw it over to Max. Tristan's is, yeah, the official Pokemon expert of the show. Joey is Um, unaware. Yeah, no, yep, yep. It's Joey has like so many useless abilities. Um, he has unaware, he has runaway, he has <laughs> the one keen eye, so you can't lose accuracy. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, y- Yami y- Yami has mold breaker because he can like attack anything regardless of ability. He just, he just because no rules. I don't remember any of the Pokemon abilities, so I'm gonna. Yeah, pass me neither. On this so one. I'm just, I'm just listening. Don't worry, we're, we're carrying. Yeah, yeah. We, we have enough Pokemon knowledge to make up. Uh, yeah, there's two sets of footprints in the sand. <laughs> you guys are carrying Dan and I. <laughs> uh, yes, Yami would have Mold Breaker. That's really good. Well, Kaiba would have uh, Intimidate. Oh my yeah. God! Yes, absolutely. Are there any other characters? Uh, Tao. Nope, just those three. 
Can, I did, she can, duels like once and she doesn't even finish it. Taya has. Taya has. Oh, helping hand. Yeah, she, they're all perfect. There we go. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's all the Yu Gi Oh characters. That's all the Yu Gi Oh characters. <laughs> no, I want to know what Duke Devlin has. Duke oh, Devlin man. has. Um... And Jen, you also need to, as the Pekora expert of the show, you need to tell us which one Pekora okay. has. Uh, he would have. Hmm. Let's see. What a spooky one. Uh, Shadow Tag. Rokura has Shadow Tag. <laughs> he traps you. You can't go anywhere. It's like when he killed those guys in the graveyard, which cemented his place as my favorite character. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. No, you know what? You you know what Duke Devlin has, Elliot? Duke yeah. Devlin has Dazzling. I just spilled uh... the sake all over my pants. Oh, no! Oh, <laughs> lot, but... It wasn't the a lot, jam. but it's there. <laughs> The jokes were getting too funny. <laughs> uh, what would Duke Devlin have? He would have Dazzle. Duke Devlin has dazzling. You can't do priority moves because oh, yeah. you're just too 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 startling, just too cool. Um, Baby prankster. <laughs> he he has infiltrator because he just became part of the group and no one knows how. That's a really good one. Prankster is so, also good. He's just kind of a sneaky boy. And listeners can just Google all of those and learn what they do. Just, just go to Bubblepedia, search ability, and look up all the lists of abilities and just pick one. Um, what uh, else we got, Anonymous Dan? asks, what would be the most outrageous features of your perfect dream gamer chair? Uh, Jake. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry, that, Jake. that was from friend of the show, Jake. Uh, uh, a cup holder for all my energy drinks. No, a built-in cooler for all my energy drinks so I can have late-night game sessions with my bros. Uh, mine would have, mine would have a Tai Chi reservoir that Whoa. had a straw attached directly to it, so I could just drink a Tai Chi as like as much Tai Chi as I could possibly fit into my little body. Mine would have good lumbar support because I'm getting fucking old. <laughs> Yours is just a good chair. Yeah, my the outrage. Yeah, the most outrageous part of well, that is chair is actually comfortable. <laughs> Mine would have spider legs, so I can walk around <laughs> in it. Whoa! What a good. You should watch Wild Wild West. The hit oh film, my God. the hit, the hit western by Will Smith. The hit. I have what seen it. Will Smith vehicle. What if, what if what if Tristan film. what if Tristan was executed from the show and Will and I'm sorry Jim West took his place. I think Wild Wild West anime would have done really well. Ooh, yes. I think it would have done really well. When you think about it, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider, no, you don't want Nada. Hmm. Um, what else, Dan? <laughs> uh, Stop me from show, talking about Wild Sarah McCostumes asks, what activity did the you? <clears throat> what activity did the Yu-Gi-Oh gang try to do, but only Taya was organized enough to show up on time? Who never even arrives? Who shows up an hour late with Starbucks? Oh, thank you, Sarah, for for, chi- for calling into the show for that one. <laughs> yeah, that was um, a really good Scottish accent. Irish accent. <laughs> uh, that was a ba- I feel a bit embarrassed because I didn't even follow her speech patterns. But, oh, uh, I mean, look, hey, I tried to do an Irish accent once and it was really bad and turned into like a a, like a bad Indian accent, and Sarah didn't cut it from the show, so you're good. It's ex- I'm still mad about extremely that. Extremely funny. That's the like top f- of the moment, honestly. 
What activity did the Yu-Gi-Oh gang try to do, but only Taya was organized enough to show up on time? Build, they, mm. they all plan a trip to build a bear workshop, and they all get caught up on duels along the way, except for Taya, and she just builds a bear alone. Mm. Uh, oh, that's no. really sad. <laughs> I'm gonna say... <laughs> The quintessential example for me, which is a uh, tabletop RPG campaign. Well, uh, we all know how that one went. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Bakura. I think they all tried to go to an amusement park, but um, Yami got Yami shows up an hour late with Starbucks because he got really distracted, like at the arcade part of it. Like they were all supposed to meet up at the roller coaster, but <laughs> it just didn't I happen. Think... I think Duke, Duke is 50-50 on never arriving or showing up late with Starbucks. But it's always that's, one of the two. He's never on time. True. Duke is one of those uh, chronically late people. And I love him. Yeah. He would um, show up on time and then leave to get Starbucks and then come back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> uh, Joey is... Um, Joey and Serenity are late. Serenity is always on time for things, but unfortunately she doesn't have a driver's license and uh, Joey spends a lot of time on his hair. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Serenity, yeah, Serenity's being held back by having to always, like, babysit Joey. Yeah. Um, okay. Was... Uh, Kaiba, uh, does not, Kaiba does not show up. Uh, never, 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 never. No, Mokubo shows up, though. Oh, Moki. He, he drove. Yeah. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, Mark, sends another question. Do the made-up Yu-Gi-Oh rules bother you? I feel like even if I knew how to play, they wouldn't bother me, since a lot of the times, it's just for some shonen bullshit that I love to see. Yeah, I, I, I wish it wasn't as brazen as it was in this episode, because this was just, like, literally the entire, like, second episode was just, like, all made-up nonsense. But I do love to see the shonen, so it's impossible. To yeah, say I mean, I've just accepted it as like a hallmark of shonen anime, even if it's like card I'm, games. But it, yeah, it, I'm sure it'll just get worse. You as know, the show I do. Goes on. I am screaming. I am screaming. This is fucking bullshit. But I like to see it anyway. Like that episode of Princess yeah. Tennis where Tezuka like hit a tennis ball so hard he tilted the dinosaurs. Oh my god! <laughs> Princess Tennis cast when? Oh, now, Jen. Uh... <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to Princess uh, of Tennis. I think Tabuka could beat Yami at tennis. I really believe that. Damn, I can believe the that. only thing. You know Yami what? Couldn't I believe at. that too. I it doesn't bother. I just think it's really funny. It is very uh, funny. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just very obvious that they don't know how to like resolve it in a way that like both fits with the rules and is fun to watch. They always go with the latter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is good because, like, I've been, I've said before, the duels are my least favorite part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't give a fuck. Alright, we got one more, Dan? Yeah, uh, one last question from friend of the show, Morg. Thank you, asks, Morg. Thank you, Morg. What would the characters have as their podcasts, at least, like, the main characters? Would any of them do a pod together? Would they literally all just have to be Duel Monsters related. Is this all on a Duel Monsters podcast network that may or may not be KaivaCast? Um, no. You know what? You know what? If they would have a podcast, they would have a podcast that is actually called Pod of Greed and is actually 100% legitimately sponsored by KaivaCorp. Yes. Would they just be discussing the game? 
They would be discussing like the, the rules and the meta and stuff. Hmm. But it would just be Yugi and Kaiba because they're the only ones who know how to duel well. Well, yeah. there's nothing there's nothing else in this world that exists except for duel monsters. <laughs> apparently. It's the only it's the only Kaiba banned all other sports. Kaiba hmm. in in a very kind of Zosian manner. Zosian. <laughs> uh controls <laughs> my wife wants me controls uh the media and presumably the government. Maybe even all of Japan, so who knows? Yeah. Hmm. I uh, I think see. like I think like Duke Devlin and Bakura and probably two other people. I'm not sure which characters right now, but they would have a tabletop RPG podcast, or sorry, an actual play podcast. Uh, oh wow! Uh, it would be a game that Duke designed himself, so. I think it would mm-hmm. probably be like it would be I don't know what game it would be just one that he designed himself maybe it takes place in some some like weird some weird like world where all the monsters exist or something like that and his yeah. whenever his character speaks you can faintly hear sexy back playing in the background <laughs> Wow, really um, bring out the early thousand references. Yeah, dude. <laughs> just a little just a little Yu-Gi-Oh abridged for you gamers out there. Uh, um also I think um I think Mai has a podcast just like about cool cars and motorcycles. Oh my god. How do you, oh shit. Uh how do you get Mai that? Merrick and uh Tristan getting together for their motorcycle podcast. Oh yes! Oh, yeah, that's sick. Oh, they talk about the new, the latest news in motorcycles. Talk about their big talk, hogs. They definitely talk about their huge hogs. Uh, it's Duke. Oh, Tristan isn't there. It's just Duke and Maya, and they have a combination um, motorcycle and um, LGBT culture <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Oh my god, I would listen oh. to that. I want that in real life. I think. Uh, Pegasus, I don't think, I think Pegasus has, like, a whole bunch of, like, cartoon rewatch podcasts. That oh, he, has a he has a funny rabbit podcast. He definitely has, like, uh, some of his goon, I know, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, I think, I think he would have, like, Croquet. a Pegasus React. Croquet. Pegasus React! Yeah, Croquet is the producer. Like a, Pegasus like a, like a react. Pegasus reacts to, like cartoon. Every once in a while off screen oh. you can hear producer croquet. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's so good. Oh my god. Um, like Kim, he's just like there yelling off, there. off mic sometimes. Yeah. Um, I... Speaking of yelling off mic, that's pretty much it for the show. Yeah, okay. We, we, we've we've been going questions. for a pretty good... Uh... Yeah, it's all... We've been going for a pretty good amount of time, an hour twenty. So, yeah, I think that's pretty good considering nothing happened in this episode. Yeah, we yeah. were really able to get blood from a stone on this one, huh? Uh, Jen, where can we find you? Blood from a car. Uh, you can find <laughs> you can find me at at hyena apple on Twitter. It's only got one a hyena apple. Put them together. Um. Or you can 
I guess look at my art on Tumblr under Cenodontia. Are your commissions open, Jen? No, they're not. Okay. I have a full-time job now. Oh, yeah, so that's right. I, I don't do commissions anymore. Damn. No. Thanks, capitalism. R.I.P. Uh, Dan, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me at, at Mike underscore Dawson was a zero. Uh, you can find my comedy blog at Xbox underscore holiday. And I'm very sorry to say I missed an important one, which was on Friday, October 4th, which was a uh, 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 tongue stuck. It Happy was Rosh Hashanah, uh, Xbox. Oh, yeah. Happy Rosh Hashanah, Xbox. That happened, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, it was Solomon Moto's birthday on the oh. October 4th. Aww. I got down Happy Rosh Hashanah, Xbox, though. Oh, okay. about that. Oh, okay, but you did miss you did miss uh, Grandpa's birthday. Yeah, I <laughs> suddenly imagining uh, Grandpa's Grandpa's a uh, birthday where only where she <laughs> yeah. made burgers for Papa. <laughs> yes! They yes! made burgers for Grandpa. No, none of, his, none of his kids showed up. No, that's uh, too depressing. Well, actually, he's kind of horny in the sub, so. Maybe he but he's not well, the dub, so stuff. that's sad. That's he's only half horny then. <laughs> um, Elliot, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Card Lawyers. Please come talk to me about, uh, or you can find me lurking in the AAAU uh channel of our mm. Discord. Please come fucking talk to me <laughs> about which uh Yu-Gi-Oh characters are which Ace Attorney characters. Please, 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 please talk to Elliot about Charlie Cox potentially being Spider-Man's lawyer. Uh, no, you don't. <sighs> I, I, this, I try and stay family friendly on this podcast. Well, not family friendly, but I try, and stay, I try and stay not horny on this podcast. And that won't happen if we start talking about Daredevil. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Catholic guilt, I'm Max. You can find me on Twitter at MaxiBajillion. And you can find us, as in Pot of Greed, on Twitter at Pot of Greed Cast and on Tumblr at Pot of Greed dot Tumblr dot com. Um, <clears throat> I almost choked on my own spit. That's fine. That's um, normal. To, We're yeah, you know okay. what happens. I'm a little bit sick. We're all doing our very best. Um, Jen, we will have something yeah. for you. To oh my give God. A, a dramatic reading of. Uh, let me copy it and paste it. Um, ba -da -ba -da -ba -da -ba, jump to presents. In scheduling, I just posted this. If you can give it just like a nice dramatic reading of this to kind of close us out. Hmm. <clears throat> mad. Bloody mad. Titan mad. Hearing eyes mad. Smoking mad. Drinking hard mad. Wearing glasses mad. Naked mad and free. Dancing mad, running mad, mad covered in blood, mad's tied, smoking mad, variations with mad's eyes, mad with glasses, singing mad, and mad in battle Dancing mad is my favorite Final Fantasy Final Boss. I can't believe I haven't made that joke until Alright, that'll do it. That's podcast. Good night, virtual world. I place my mask face down and, and end the life of five businessmen. 
I place my shorts face down and then my podcast. <laughs> <laughs>